Hey guys, this is Hyun editing the second episode of the Venting Machine podcast. I just wanted to let you guys know we had some technical difficulties with this recording of the episode. Um, starting next week with episode three, our audio situation has been sorted out, so we'll have amazing quality for you guys. We did our best with the audio edits for this one, but I just wanted to jump in anyways and apologize for any sound glitches you might hear. So, without further ado, enjoy the second episode of The Venting Machine. Let's do the podcast. Let's do the pod- podcast. Cast. Podcast. Hello. <laughs> um, Hello. Good morning. Okay. Oh, good morning to you, too. Um, <laughs> that over. What the hell was that? <laughs> Welcome to the venting machine. The venting machine. Hello. Welcome. Yo, let's all. get into it, bitches. Oh, before that, Jimmy, mm-hmm. how yes. are you? How was your week? My week? Mm, it was very relaxing. Very, Ooh. nothing really happened. I just went on um, like a walk. I would just go hiking sometimes, spend time with family, watch a movie. Yes, very wholesome weekend. Not do shit. So very peaceful, very relaxing. And how about you, Sion? Thank you for asking. Hello. <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, I made a point not to leave my house this weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I did not leave my house. Like literally, I did not leave my house. I left my house to do tutoring this morning. And that is mm-hmm. it. I okay. ordered all four meals of the weekend i say four meals because i do not eat breakfast mm-hmm. which is something i need to fix but mm-hmm. i ordered it all of my meals and mm-hmm. i stayed at home i did not go to the gym mm-hmm. and i feel like crap but it's okay because i'm talking to you guys oh very touching and Thank last you. but not least how, how are you young man everyone Jiyoung is dying me. to know Jiyoung what is you young doing these days what is Man doing um well, I have patched things up in my relationship, so that's going Ooh. well. But oh. in the weekend, Scandalous. I try to st- Ooh. Ooh. I try to stay busy. Mm-hmm. So I, right now, like I just came back from uh, Angup, Hanongmar, mm-hmm. which is the Hanok nice. village. Mm-hmm. And There's I so had, many Hanok villages. Yeah, they that's are. true. Hanoks are so pretty, though. I saw Two. the prices of them because I wanted to buy, like, I wanted to live in one. But then I saw the price. Oh. And I was How like, I'm going to have to be really rich. I'm a, I can't wait for the day that I can afford myself. Uh-huh. But you know, it's like, it's, yeah. it gets really loud. So, they, they, like, the, I went today. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, um, like, people who, like, just mm-hmm. hang out and tell people to be quiet. I know. Yeah. I mean, because, like, people still live there. They're, like, touristy. Exactly. That sucks if you live in a tourist area. Mm-hmm. Because, like, people are taking pictures in front of your house. Oh, my God. Yeah. Literally on your doorstep. So, like, there's, like, oh, um, little signs mm-hmm. on the stairs that go, like, mm-hmm. like, get, like, don't come on this property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, more. Well, then that's kind of a struggle, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Alrighty. So, Jimmy, mm-hmm. would you like to introduce today's topic? 
So I thought of this topic. Yes, props to me. Uh, TM, to Jimmy. Jimmy. Yes, this, <laughs> this is all my idea. And I was, yes. no. So I was thinking maybe we can talk about like how living alone is like, because we've all lived alone at some point in our lives. And um, is anyone, does anyone want to start with like their... I think Soyeon can go mm. first because like yeah. she's lived alone the longest I think. Yeah, mm. out of all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm. So background I guess I lived mm. with my family which is my mom, my dad, my brother, and my sister. I am the oldest of three and I lived with my family from uh since I was born to I would say age 15-ish, 16. So basically a freshman in high school. That's when I started kind of living by myself because I was in a dormitory with these girls. Mm-hmm. And then I did not live in Seoul. So I would go back to my home, which was in Jeonju, once a month. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I made it a point not to go once a month. I would go even less frequently because um, I had just a lot of friction with my parents and I just didn't want to deal with that so I would sometimes just stay at a hostel with Jimmy on the weekends just oh my like, god yeah yeah we would sometimes stay at a hostel even though we should have probably gone home and then mm-hmm. like uh which was fun and mm-hmm. so college I was still in Seoul and my family was also still in Jeonju so I lived in a college dorm for a year which was just okay mm-hmm. and I just thought I can't do roommates anymore. I want to live by myself. I want to have my own kitchen. I need to have my own space. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so this is so bad of me. I, I, oh my, I like, if if my daughter, if if my kid did this, like I would have been so much madder than my mom was. More mad, madder, more mad, more mad. Anyways. 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 So basically what I, okay, me being a shitty daughter, what I did was I purposely missed the deadline for dormitories. Mm -hmm. So I would have no choice but to have my own place. Mm. And it worked. And I've been in this space for two and a half years now, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. It grows on you. I fucking love this place. I have so many plants. Mm -hmm. I have my first pet, Mm -hmm. which my parents still don't know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good kitchen. place it's yeah, a really it's nice. nice place it's very quaint it's very cozy mm-hmm. if it were any bigger i think i would have trouble taking care of it to be honest and i'm not here that much anyway so like i literally just mm-hmm. just eat sleep that's it mm-hmm. so it's fine mm-hmm. but that's my living situation i would say mm-hmm. how about okay. we just like talk about our living situations and then we can talk about like more how we felt about it later okay i'm currently uh, living with my family Mm-hmm. um yeah currently mm. that's how it is right now because okay. it's it's common to live with your parents <laughs> right. at 23 yeah right. it's like up, i would say up until like even your 30s like some young married couples they live with um one of the partner's parents just to save money yeah that's um, super super common you know it's mm-hmm. like it's really common for like your grandparents to live in the same house as you so it's like three yeah. generations live together yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Jiyoung, what was the living situation when you were living alone? When I was living alone, I was living in this small city called, I want to call it a city, more like a town called Gimchan. It was all the way in the south part of Korea. And for me, like, I, I didn't have like my own place, more, of, more like mm-hmm. I had my own 
room because I was working I was working and they just gave me a room in this big building mm-hmm. yeah so I was living with a bunch of people but we all had our separate rooms and we had like a common area where we just ate but I also was like I started living alone per se in the dormitory in high school mm-hmm. and I loved it and I hated how students who lived in Seoul had to go home for the weekend because I didn't want to go. But whenever I came home and like my family was annoying me, I'm going to be like, I always went like, well, I'm going to the dormitories on Monday, so I'm going to see you all later. Like, you can piss me off, but like, I won't see you in like five days. That was me like every month. Mm. Mm. That and like when there was like exam week, you were allowed to stay. And that was like a highlight. Like I didn't study, but like the idea of not being at home mm-hmm. was the best. Like I didn't need people yelling at me or having people use the bathroom when I needed it mm-hmm. or, yeah, you know, just all up in my space. Like when I had my dormitory, I had my own space. And even if even if I did have a roommate, it'd be like a friend. Mm-hmm. So it would feel like a sleepover all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky enough to have great roommates. And Jimmy was actually my roommate for one semester. Oh my god, yeah. Crazy times. We were yeah. so loud. We were really we loud. Were... You're loud, Jimmy. But <laughs> you're also loud. <laughs> we're all loud. Yeah. Well, and so I'm we would all loud. have like fart battles and stuff. Oh, what oh, yeah. the hell? We would shake like the like that floor. Like everyone in the whole floor like knew. <laughs> It was Us. a methane gas party. It was. Ooh, it was. that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. God. But mm-hmm. disgusting. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of went backwards. <laughs> but going back to what I said, I started living away from my home from freshman in high school, and then I went to a city called Sejong, and mm-hmm. that's when I was in my university dorm mm-hmm. for about like yeah two and a half years, and then I went to the job. Mm-hmm. all the way to the south of Korea. Mm-hmm. And then right now, I just took a um, period of absence and I, now I'm just like living at home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm gonna start from like the beginning and then make my way up like to current day. So like the same <laughs> with you guys. Like, I yeah, I think mm, I'm like really more comfortable like living separately with my parents. So after having to come here and live with my parents was a bit kind of awkward for me, you know, because I've never really stayed this long with my parents and like this close, I guess. So after graduating high school, I went to Amsterdam and the University of Amsterdam does not give um, housing to students only for the first year. And it's they don't have like a student dorm per se, a university dorm. Housing in Amsterdam is really hard. So the first year, I lived in like a shitty flat with like two other strangers. They were all students as well. So it's like really random, like how they give you the housing. So it was a bit shitty. But then like, at least it was cheap. And it was like 30 minutes away from the university. So I had to bike all the time. Um, Great exercise. But I made like a lot of good friends there. So I guess that was good. It's not like they, it's just like a bunch of students, like just all kind of rambled in together and then my second year I had to find a house on my own and that was quite difficult I found it through actually a scam funny story thankfully I asked for like the money back yeah because I was actually scammed 
because they asked me to pay more money than I was supposed to, according to like Dutch law. And I found that out and they paid me after I moved out. And so the living situation was that I had to live with the Dutch grandma. Oh, <laughs> the Dutch white grandma. neighborhood. Yeah, it was it. But it was like better than the first year, even though I was really stressed out about finding it. Like, thankfully, mm. it was like more it had more light. It also had a balcony. It was really it was quite nice, except for the Dutch grandma. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had my own entrance room. So, yeah, it was actually nice. But the living situation wasn't very good. And then COVID hit and I had to. I was kicked out basically for being Asian and, <laughs> and this still makes me so mad. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. What did they, so how did you know that they were kicking you out because you were Asian? Like, I'm sure like, like, mm -hmm. like what did they say or do? I would recommend that. I think this is already like pretty, like everyone knows that living with a landlord is never a good idea. Cause like the Dutch grandma was my landlord. Mm -hmm lady <laughs> um and she would just like complain about the little like the smallest stuff to me all the time and then um it was actually a four-month contract but I wanted to increase it and she said that if you want to then we have to renew the contract and saying that you have to leave whenever I tell you to leave that was like her condition and since I was so desperate there was literally you can't find a house in Amsterdam with like like money below like 500 euros which is like around Yukshimanon, Chushimanon. So that's mm. just impossible, like most housing. Mm. Um, yeah, it's very expensive. Um, and so, yeah, being desperate, <laughs> and, and especially if you're an international student, they don't accept you. Mm. So like the deal was not very, you know, good on my side, but yeah. But she's like a Dutch grandma, you know, and then she, after like all the news came out and like I live in like, I lived in like a white neighborhood at the time which is like kind of boozy. And I always got like weird stares from people like, mm. cause it's like a family area and they were, they're just quite racist. That's the only way to explain. And then she told me that I had to move out because mm. I'm Asian and the COVID pandemic is getting Did she stronger. actually say that because you're Asian? Um, no, she, but she asked me where I was from. Like, where did I go? And like, cause I didn't travel anywhere during except for going to Seattle to see my parents. And that was literally it. But that's not where COVID came from, you know? But I guess she just gave like a really weird excuse, something that came out of the blue. And that's when I knew, like, yeah. She was like, oh, you're oh. being too loud. So you have to leave. But then I, she did give me those complaints a few times, but it was never really like consistent, you know? It was really out of the blue. It was really like, yeah, it was, yeah. It was never like, you're so loud, you have to, you have to leave. She was just like, can you, like keep keep it down like a few times because mm. like because old people are sensitive and then mm. yeah news hit like oh old people are vulnerable it's from china and but yeah. you've never been to china mm. oh this is so frustrating but okay <sighs> yeah i wasn't really surprised i guess to be honest i was i mean like i wasn't i yeah but just disappointed <laughs> i don't know i just always imagine amsterdam as like a super open like i know it's like very very white but mm -hmm. i feel like out of european countries like amsterdam yeah, it is like, exactly netherlands would be okay that's just sad then yeah <laughs> yeah all right mm -hmm. well you're here we're all here we're all yeah. safe that's all that matters mm -hmm. so I, I did i think i made a good decision coming here because korea is dealing the pandemic much better than other countries. Mm. I get to see my family mm. that I haven't seen in a really long time. So that was good.
Mm. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I have some questions prepared for that I wanted to ask you guys. Um, when you were living alone, what would be like your daily routine? I can finish my answer very yeah. quickly. Yeah. I already had a set schedule for me. So mm-hmm. I would just do what I was like. Um, Told to? Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. But it was just, mm-hmm. it'd be different every day. But it was just what, like, I didn't have a life then. So it would just oh, no. be oh whatever God. they told me to do. And I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they would send me like a weekly set schedule. Like we were going to do this this week. And mm-hmm. you should you just have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And so I'd never really had a set mm-hmm. thing. But mm-hmm. when I was in like dorms or stuff, like mm-hmm. I would just get up. Probably if I didn't have morning classes, mm-hmm. I, re- pro- I would have probably woken up just before noon mm-hmm. and had like a late lunch mm-hmm. and did like whichever homework or assignment that was due mm-hmm. yeah and i would just see what my friends were doing because we were all on campus mm-hmm. and so we would just hang out mm-hmm. go to like karaoke or like it's nice yeah cafes and stuff mm-hmm. it was very chill when i was in dorms mm-hmm because like i'm still a student so mm-hmm. yeah that was what we- like one of the things that i really mm-hmm. didn't like about uva because we were all separated and in second year we were even more separated because we had to find housing by ourselves and so it was kind of harder to meet like to like to go to people's houses so we just have to like meet at like a center place which is like basically university most of the time Dormitories are good because, like, yeah, like you're liter- literally living, living on campus. Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, your friends are probably like a five walk away, five minute walk away. And most obviously, like, pricing and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, safety. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I don't know if uh, Netherlands or like Amsterdam universities have that, but like our dorms, they always have security mm. at the desk. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's for all universities. Yeah, it's like their security. So, but we don't have dormitories. That's the that's the thing. Oh. Like my university. So there was uh, yeah. Uh, okay. My security was a Dutch granny. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I lived in like a white neighborhood, like a white family neighborhood, so it was pretty mm-hmm. chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. There was once like a thief though. Like I what? like the granny told me like hey like the the house next door like got robbed so be careful and i was like okay <laughs> what did they steal um i don't know he didn't really tell me about that but she just just casually told me that yeah we have like a group chat like a neighborhood group chat and like <laughs> apparently like he stole stuff and actually like my living situation in first year was even worse because there was actually i lived in like the southern part where there was a lot of like immigrants living there and so it was kind of like a bit dangerous because people mm-hmm. would sell drugs there Mm. There were bombs that went off actually sometimes. Like kids bombs? would like Yeah, there was actually bombs bombs planted in like the like within like the place where I always went grocery shopping. But then thankfully they they didn't go off cuz the police found them. Yeah, like a like a girl got shot um what? In the building. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> were like, you okay? It was like um, they're chill and like chill, but and, like, someone got shot with like, a bomb. The kids would like they would like, you know, put uh, like put fires in the garbage bin- bat bins and like they would oh. blow off or something. Yeah, they'd do that stuff. And like I'd always 
Yeah, I'd, I'd be so scared because I thought it was gunshots. <laughs> yeah, but then I like, like, that's how I lived. But, like, now I think about it, it's, like, it's really fucked up. But, like, there's no... I couldn't tell anyone because then people would really worry. Yeah, but that was my living situation. So don't live in the South, kids. Like, it's kind of, like, in Amsterdam. It's, like, it's a bit bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I lived in, like, I my friend's in... house for a few weeks because okay. of, after, like, that gun incident. Yeah. Why am I just hearing about this? Yeah. Because we never you talk didn't about ever it. never mention any guns. Yeah. I didn't know we were supposed to ask about guns. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know how to move on from that. I wasn't excited. I thought we were going to be talking about... Like, Our routine. Brunch yeah. and... Oh my god. I don't know, like tidy. You go first. Uh, you go, like, because I think and I'm that's on security. And that's on security, period. That's on Periodism, security. Periodic table. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, it's really bad. Don't go to the South. It's really bad. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Um, my routine. Let's talk about my routine. Um, I, I actually. Yeah. Uh, I always set myself <laughs> one, and I always <laughs> think that. <laughs> I always think that having a routine is really. It's just healthy to have because like less, like you don't overthink things. You don't waste time on things. Like if you just Mm. know what you're going to be doing in the morning, then, you know, you're like Mm. zip, zap, zap and you're out. Mm. So, but as of now, since I started working, I've been working at a English, uh, a children's, like English children's book publishing company. Mm -hmm. That's a mouthful. Um, I've been working there for about, no, a month and a half. And I have to get up between 6.15 and 6.30. Sometimes I'll sleep in a little bit, but um, I'll usually get up around 6.30 a.m. And I will just wake up, stretch, yeah, drink some water. Period. Do stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at explaining things. What? Yeah. Very like, oh, Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, why did that? Okay, anyway, so I wake up at 6 30, around 6 30. Uh, stretch, drink some water. Mm-hmm. Stop interrupting mm-hmm. me, Jimmy. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I go to the bathroom, wash my face, put some sunscreen on, um, brush my teeth before that. Um, what else do I do? Yeah, get dressed, put some makeup on. Yeah. Listen to a podcast as I'm getting ready because I like mm-hmm. keeping my brain occupied. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. And even if it, if I have school, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just a matter, I guess, of like what time I wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Well, actually, I had my friend mail me my diary when I was living without because from my storage unit because like I had to take everything out from my storage unit and because I was going to stay here for even longer. And according to my diary, like my, I had like this uh, planner and it's very crazy because this was like before COVID. Um, I'm going to read you exactly what I wrote. Okay. I was doing really good before COVID hit. Like COVID was a bitch. It was terrible. So this is what it says on... Um, so like I would usually wake up at like eight or like 9 a.m it depends on like what like the class that I have because if I had have class at like 11 a.m then I would go row cycling with my friends which is like mm. just cycling yeah <laughs> it was Wait, yeah, why do you like specify it as road cycling hmm? oh sorry why do you like it's it as road cycling so sorry like the 
the brand, like the place, like the the place that we went always went to for cycling was called Rose Cycle, and so we, they would call it Rose Cycling or something. Oh, so it's like yeah. a spin class. Yeah, spin class. Oh, and I so, thought like you were like like yeah, biking cycling. on the street. Oh. So I sometimes like, I would do that. Uh huh. Sometimes I would do that too, but that's like thirty minutes from my uni. Mm. It was like it's like a real workout, and so mm. so I. But then I would actually take the tram to the spin class because I was too yeah. tired to cycle all the way there and then cycle there and then cycle all the way to uni again i would take the tr- so i wake up at like 8 a.m make break like lunch and then i would go to the cycling that's a spin class at 9 a.m it would finish at 10 and around that like 10 to 11 time period we would go get snacks and then go to uni and study there until like 5 p.m i would go to work and work for like five hours and at 10 p.m which when when my korean restaurant like where i used to work at like closed <laughs> i would get dressed again if, if it was like on a friday go to like <laughs> a go to like a pre-drink party and then we drink until 11 p.m and then Ooh. go to clubs Jimmy. until like yeah and then That's and then i would go on a bike moves. and then yeah and we would like go home at like 4 a.m in the morning and like i'd be so fucked up <laughs> and then <laughs> i would just like yeah but like how we got home we had to cycle home because there weren't any buses like there was a bus but that would only come like once every hour and taxi was just too expensive because it's more expensive in europe like i don't know how i think like like a 30 minute taxi drive at midnight from like my uni to my house which is only 30 minutes away by bike it came out as 20 euros so you can guess how much that is like how expensive that is so i would get on my friend's bike and then she would drive me like drive me like yeah she would just drive me home like on her bike way you home. home yeah she would bike me home oh okay i was like drive so it's like Life before covid guys it was so awesome i don't know how i lived because like now i li- i sleep at like 10 a.m at 10 p.m <laughs> i sleep at <laughs> 10 p.m I, I love sleeping at 10 p.m though yeah i never i Not never anything. did that until i started working I really lived my life. I'm proud, but that, yeah. I guess I'm proud. We're still young, guys. We're still young. We still have time to make mm-hmm. stupid choices in life. I miss it. Yeah. I miss it, too, even though I never got to do it. I think I did it. I can count how many times I got, um, not wasted, but, like, tipsy at a club and, like, went home at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. from Itaewa into my house. Like, I can count how many times I did it. That's how little I went out. Because when I learned the art of partying, and I was ready to, like, fully immerse myself into that culture the pandemic yeah i guess it's just not get into it it's just not for me Mm -hmm. so it's great though man oh i miss getting shit-faced anyways but Um, yeah mm -hmm. so So, i think we covered like the living situation and the story of how we got our housing i think we could move on to the next question which is do you ever get lonely Ooh. Which is, I think, a very relevant. I I came up with this prompt mm-hmm. slash question mm-hmm. because I feel like uh, a obviously with the pandemic going on, we talk about being lonely a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, even if there's no pandemic go- going on, mm-hmm. you know, like living alone is living alone. You know, like being in a pandemic doesn't really change that. And especially being in Korea, like the pandemic isn't really affecting our social life. I feel like. It's not like we're like locked in our rooms and we're like not allowed to go out or we don't have to carry permits around. Like I know a lot of countries in Europe and um, I think I think it was Canada, like they have to carry around permits to go out and like they get fined if they don't. So what do you mean? 
like oh, really? you guys have to like a lot of countries um like in europe and i think canada was they have to carry around permits to leave their house wow and like there's like curfew wow yeah so and if you don't have that or it's there's something wrong with it then you have mm. to pay a fine mm. but um i don't know like coming back to the point of like being lonely mm-hmm. uh i didn't really know i was i wouldn't say it's like a really weird feeling because the whole reason i got and wanted my own space was because i loved being alone like i loved having my own space yeah right but at the same time, it's really weird because I constantly call people. I constantly FaceTime people. I feel like, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, I was just FaceTiming my friends nonstop. And, like, they were doing the same, too, because a lot of my friends live abroad by themselves with no family because they go to universities abroad. Like, I was doing this with you guys all the time. I was doing it with other friends all the time. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I would just like have FaceTime on like for five hours and like we wouldn't really even talk about anything like we would just like watch each other do like you know laundry or Mm -hmm. read or study like we just like hear someone sigh in the background and so I don't know why it's like a really weird feeling of like I want to be alone but I don't like being lonely Mm -hmm. I think I really learned that alone and lonely are very different Mm -hmm. um, concepts. Um, Care to answer this question Juyoung? I actually talked about this with Hyun a couple mm. days ago. It was mm. more like I can just have a lot of people around me, just but just feel so lonely. Mm. And when I wasn't in a relationship, I thought mm-hmm. that I was craving like the physical touch mm-hmm. part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was more like I needed attention. Mm. Because mm-hmm. I was in a job where I had to take care of someone and mm-hmm. um, I didn't have really a life of my own mm-hmm. for that period of time. And so mm-hmm. I guess like I was just craving so much attention and mm-hmm. I still think it's like a result of that. Like right now, like I haven't been working for like about actually a month now mm-hmm. and I still crave it like a lot. But I've always been an attention seeker. I just that I just think that everyone is as well. Mm-hmm. I just think everyone craves it. Mm-hmm. When I was feeling this, actually, yeah, my ex texted me back because he wanted me back. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and I told him, "I'm actually. I think I'm contacting you because I'm lonely." Like I told him that, and he's like, "That's fine." So no guilt there. Mm-hmm. But no one should feel guilty about being that's lonely. Another I think story. that's so so natural. Yeah. And yes, that's another story. But like, mm-hmm. I just think that mm-hmm. I, it's still now too. Like, I'm still I'm in a relationship, but mm-hmm. I still crave attention. Like, mm-hmm. I just I just, I'm very like deprived of it. So I was like. I just need someone to like obsess over me to 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 the point where it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, can I be part of that? Like, they have to like nag mm-hmm. me, like they ha- like it ha- it has gone to the point where I want someone to annoy me. Yeah, like what I'll the literally... heck? What do you want then? No, but that's the thing. That's how far it went because like I don't like being mm. talked to. Like people like I don't just don't talk to me. But like it's come to the point where I just want someone to go like, hey, like. How are you? 
okay, mm-hmm. like, what do you do today? Like, I want someone to be, like, so invested in mm-hmm. me and only me. Like, it's not, like, a give and take kind of thing. It's just, like, give attention to me. Like, I don't want to give any to you. Like, I don't care about you. Bestie, that's toxic. I know! <laughs> Bestie, that's not using it. Which, acknowledgement is the first step. Yeah. Yeah. And as you said, this was, like, back last fall. It was about, I would say, like, six months ago. So you're, you're like, to give our audience, like, a time frame, right? Or kind of, yeah. Continuing. Yeah. Yeah. Like four six months four ago. months ago. Yeah, four to, four to six yeah. months ago. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, I find myself having issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, conversations don't flow because I just want everything to be about me. Mm-hmm. Which I know is not a good thing. So, like, I restrain myself. But restraining myself, I just feel, like, alone. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. I love being alone physically. But emotionally, it's, like, fucking with me. Mm-hmm. Physically, it doesn't, it doesn't bother you. But, like, emotionally, it fucks up with you. So, would you say that you're not someone who's, like, for living alone? I've never mm-hmm. lived alone. The only time I l- truly lived alone was when I was living... Not in the dormitory, but on campus, like a housing. But mm. I had a roommate because I knew I couldn't, couldn't. I knew I couldn't stay alone, and so I had mm. a roommate. But that roommate wouldn't come for like two weeks, and so I had to live alone two weeks. Mm. I was like so sad for no reason, and I just had all this time. Like sure, like the first three days were fine, but it's come to the point where it's like so alone, and you feel so alone that you just want someone there not even to talk to but like just someone there like existing right next to you mm. and so that's the point where I was like oh like I can't live alone like it's it's gonna be really dangerous for me if I live alone because I'm just scared mm. and paranoid of everything so like if I hear something mm. in the hallway I'll freak out um mm. if like outside the window like I feel like someone's looking in at night but I wouldn't know because my lights are on but like outside like I can't really see because it's dark but like the people from Mm -hmm. outside can look inside and so I always had like closed curtains all the time yeah I just I don't recommend living alone but the the recent job I had I was never really living alone I was living in a room filled with people in the building that I knew so I knew that I was safe and I was like a dorm for grown-ups. Yeah, I barely yeah. was in that room. I would only go in that room to sleep. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the day, it would just be the schedule. Mm-hmm. So personally, for me, I can't live alone. I don't want to live alone. If I'm going to stay living alone, like I have to have a roommate, which is not living alone. How about you, Jimmy? Did you like living alone? Okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> like your face like just like it's like going off you're like oh yeah so jimmy yeah i don't i've never lived alone like i've told you like the story you know like of me living abroad i was with like i lived with 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 my landlady and but that was kind of like living alone because she would only like our schedules are different so i would come like late at night you know how a student is like we leave really early and come like late at night and then she would just be like already Mm -hmm. asleep I guess that it was technically like, li- like living alone, but then I would see her really often because we shared like a kitchen and a bathroom. Um, mm. And she would always like complain to me. 
And <laughs> in the first year, I lived with like shitty roommates. And that's when I really realized that I want to live alone so bad because um, and like right now I'm living with my with my family. So I've, I've never really experienced complete like control over my space, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like living alone and loneliness have like, well, they do have something to do with each other, but it's like a bit different because like, mm, in my opinion, I think I think like about loneliness, it's something that really comes and goes and it's something that it's really hard to put my finger on. I think because right now where I'm living, I'm with my family, but I don't have any friends here. Like you guys, mm-hmm. like all of my high school friends live all around the country or like all around the world or like mostly in Seoul who are in Korea right now. So mm-hmm. I'm just here and like, I do feel lonely, you know, if I don't have, if I see like my friends go out like and just do stuff when I just can't, you know, when I'm like here. So I decided to do stuff on my own and trying to figure out like trying to spend time on with, with myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just something that I've already like always been good at doing, I think like being like, like spending time with, with myself, give, like going on a date with myself, but then it comes to a, like right now my situation so that, since I don't have any friends here if I'm taking myself out every single day that's a bit tiring you know so mm-hmm. then like I would get lonely but and but in the way that I would kind of solve that and if, if I'm getting tired of like going out like t- taking myself out I would like go hiking or like on a walk I would or like I would call someone and you know or just keep myself really busy, like try to keep moving, you know, and like try to like empty my thoughts. Because I think once you think overthink about like your existence, what you're doing, if you if if you're not really busy, then I think that's when you get really lonely, I think. So I really Mm -hmm. tried to make myself busy, distract myself. I think that was like, one of the main. But when I was living in Amsterdam, with the Dutch grandma, who wasn't who was barely there. I think I've never really experienced loneliness because I would always see my friends. I think it was also like I had to kind of get into it because like it used to because my friends like were really like they took their time. Like they really, really appreciated their own time. So like, even if we would go out, we would only go out for like lunch and then we go our separate ways instead of like, you know, spending the whole entire day together. Like, or my friend would be like, I'm busy. And I'm like, busy doing what? And she's like, spending time with myself and like that's when I realized like yeah maybe I should do that even more and so I think that kind of also helped me cope with that so I would love to live alone like this is this is opposite from Chu Young um I find it really but, admirable though but yeah like for, it's something yeah, that I, I think for me I mean I would still for me like I would still vouch living for like living alone it's just um I have just created so many unhealthy habits from living alone. I think especially just because of like, there was like so many like things that there were so many elements to this, but uh, I just created so many unhealthy habits. Like Jimmy, you were saying that you learned how to take yourself out on these self-care, you know, dates. Like you would go to a nice cafe on purpose. You would go on a hike, purposely go on a walk. Yeah. Like to make yourself feel better. But for me, it's, my house is so small. It's, I call it a box for to everybody. It's it's you come in and you can see the entire house in like one glance. It's there's a really really tiny bathroom. There's an open dresser. There's my bed. There's a drawer and the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's all within I'd say like a four by four space. Mm. And so well, I have my desk. 
What's the bad habit? It's for me. It's um, and also I don't get enough sunlight because my window it's blocked by the building next door. Mm-hmm. Not next door. It's it's by it's blocked by a uh, building. So my view is some vines and a brick wall. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's even if there's so much sunlight, it doesn't really get. I don't get a lot of natural daylight in here, and I'm someone who just thrives off of light. I really that's why I hate winter. I get like seasonal depression during winter time, but. Mm-hmm. I would just if, if I feel tired or if I feel sad I you know I could go out on a walk there's a beautiful trail right in front of my house there's a beautiful river right in front of my house but I would yes. just like force myself to go to sleep because my desk is my bed is just so close to my desk mm. and my kitchen is everything is just so close so if I'm like I feel just a little bit sad like I just go straight to sleep mm, I guess and so at one also. point I think I slept I was awake from I would say maybe like 7 to 10 p.m mm-hmm. and the rest like I would just keep on forcing myself to sleep sleep I would wake up I'd watch whatever Netflix thing I was watching and mm-hmm. then I'd force myself to go to sleep and then I would feel sleepy then I'd like sleep with my phone in my hand I'd wake up force myself to go mm-hmm. to sleep again and then I would just keep yeah. doing that I did mm-hmm. that actually yesterday too I was like fuck because again I was like I'm gonna make it a point not to go out and meet anyone and then I ended up doing that so I guess um for me I I my recipe for living alone was I make time to go outside and meet people because I'm really bad at going out by myself. Mm. Yeah, so it's not like being embarrassed by like going out by myself or anything. It's like nothing like that at all. I would love to go out by myself, but I, just, I don't have enough motivation to like leave the house by myself. Mm. And I'm just I guess I'm also scared of that person. too. Like if you live alone because this you have like this is where you have control. This is your space. Right. So it's like you don't really want to leave it kind of. I think that's what I would feel, mm. but yeah. yeah. Especially with COVID like and like, like this, everything's mm. on Zoom. It's just this bad cycle. It was um I mean at the beginning of the pandemic, it was I mean it was kind of what we were supposed to do, right? Like we weren't supposed mm-hmm. to leave our house. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think as soon as I got back from my trip from uh, Guam, which was at the end of February, that was like when shit like started going down, right? Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then um, I think I was literally at my house for a week straight. The only time I went out was to throw away garbage. And I would order food all the time. I would maybe cook. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just, I bought an entire bottle of wine and whiskey. I just chugged mm-hmm. that every single night for, I think, a month straight. And yeah, and that, again, that's, that's something that happened because I lived alone. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with a different mentality and also a different situation environmentally, I think uh, living alone wouldn't mm-hmm. have resulted in that. Maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, but I think, uh, I think it would have like a really big like a big influence on this because mm. I think like because actually when before I came to Korea like I was considering just living just finding a new house in Amsterdam which I almost did and mm. the living situation was like I had I had to share the room like like the kitchen with a few roommates but then they wouldn't be here because they were they were all going to go back to their houses like like hometown mm. so I would be alone like living alone really mm-hmm. um but now that I think of it, like, if I was still living there during the pandemic, like, even, like, during lockdown and shit, then I think I wouldn't have really survived, to be honest. Like, because, um, yeah, I wouldn't really be with anyone and it'd be really lonely, even though 
like my friends are also living in Amsterdam, like during the lockdown seasons, I think it would have been really hard. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, and one other thing I say that living alone for me is better because uh, I have, it's not super, super complicated, but I do have a really, uh, I would say like tense relationship with my parents. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of something that I'm working on and I tell my parents that I'm working on it, but uh, we just don't have like the best relationship when we live together. Um, in high school, it was really, really bad because uh, I was still a minor and I had to live with them. And then obviously school was involved and it was just super, super stressful for both me and my parents. Mm -hmm. But then living apart um, has just like greatly improved the relationship and yeah. both parties have admitted it before like I would never call my mom or my dad just because to check on them like I would never do that but now I kind of have to and now I kind of want to yeah and versa for them like sometimes my dad he'll just call and he'll be like and he never did that like he's not like my parents are like they're amazing but they're not like super affectionate or like loving and all of that but I would get like a fraction of that from them and I'm like oh it's because we live we live apart yeah and it's really it ironic because does. like when you live together mm -hmm. and at least at you least for, like, like myself and like my family yeah it's like we don't really express that but like we kind of have to because we live apart and so I think that works yeah. for me in terms yeah. of like family relationships like it works better for me to live alone it really does yeah. help though mm -hmm. so there's like multiple factors it's like you do feel mm -hmm. lonely but at the same time it affects like your relationships with other people so it's like you got to weigh out um the mm -hmm. cons and pros I didn't talk about how I cope with it, mm -hmm. <laughs> but like um, mm -hmm. what you both said, actually, it's just like going out to keep myself busy. Mm -hmm. It actually like helps a lot because um, I'm, not, I'm not really thinking about it and whether I'm alone or I'm with people, I'm still doing something to keep me preoccupied, which means mm -hmm. like, sure, like if I'm doing stuff alone, like I'm physically alone, but it gives it gets me preoccupied and gets my mind off things and like I have stuff to do so I don't really think about me being lonely so mm -hmm. I always like plan trips like to go alone like I don't really have to go with people I actually love trips alone I think it has charm in trips like solo trips mm -hmm. are so charming because it's really all about you and like where you want to go and you don't, you don't really have to like match other people's energy mm. although like I love going to tr going on trips with my friends but like going on trips alone like it really hits different and like then you don't really really want to do yeah Actually, like, I definitely recommend that I think I'm I can't solo travel I'm, I really struggle with that I, like, I've never really planned a solo trip by myself, per se. Like, when I went to Jeju with my mom, she was like, you have to go alone because I have to, I'm tired. So, technically, it was like a solo day with myself. And I didn't really like it because I like, you know, I think I like the cliche parts of, like, going to going on trips, visiting places that I've never been. But if I'm all alone, it's, like, really hard for me to, like, suddenly plan. There was, like, already a lot of different, like, mm. Yeah, so I didn't really enjoy going by myself because I like to enjoy with other people, I think. I don't know. I've never really, like... So that's when I realized that maybe solo traveling is not for me. 
but yeah. So you have you went though? Like you haven't went. Yeah, exactly. I haven't like gone. really, really went. But then just by that day, spending alone with myself, it just didn't really feel good. Like oh yeah. Like when I said that, like um, I don't like physically being alone. I thought I would never be able to like go on solo trips because like you're literally somewhere you're not used to, but you're alone, so you have to depend on yourself.、Mm-hmm. I thought like that was terrifying for me, but、um, after I tried it, it actually made me feel I don't know. It just it was just really fun, and I could like really depend on myself. And I just really just found out like how capable I am on、uh, planning. So I definitely yeah, because like it, it yeah it I think traveling. We talked about this a little bit in the last episode of just like the importance of traveling, but I think it definitely、um, it helps kind of especially if you travel alone. Like you can kind of practice. Like changing the environment, it kind of like just shows you. Oh, it's it's at the end of the day. Like if I can do it in this environment, you know, why can't I do it in an environment that I'm familiar with? You know, and so I think I don't know where I'm really going with this, but yeah, definitely it's something that I want to try solo traveling. So that's it for today's episode. We are out of stock. All right, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night.